interested in halal, thank you. Not interested in it. I don't believe in halal certification. Uh, so let's, it's uh, going to be a very, very interesting very time. On Triple J with Tom Tilly. At the same time, Pauline Hanson is coming back to federal parliament. We're also getting our first Muslim woman in parliament. And she's a Muslim woman who appeared on this show or has appeared many times before. Anna Lee has narrowly won the WA seat of Cowan. She was the Labor candidate. She will now be the Labor MP. And before that, she was working as a counter-terrorism researcher at Edith Cowan University. She'd appeared on Hack. She'd been on Q&A. You might know her. And thanks so much for joining us and congratulations. Thank you so much, Tom. Great to have you on the show in your new capacity. You're kind mm-hmm. of in an interesting position, really, because previously you've been able to criticise politicians and now mm-hmm. you are one. And we've actually pulled out a funny, <laughs> a funny moment from Q&A last year where you expressed some cynicism about politicians. This is you interjecting on the journalist Paul <laughs> Kelly. Politicians have got to learn how to dissemble Life. effectively. How to lie. How to lie better, I guess. Yeah. No, no, no. There's a difference between dissembling, dissembling effectively and outright lying. So there you are, Anne, chiming in. That was in. me. There you go. Yeah, so Look, have I, you learned to lie yet or are you going to do that over the next six months? No, well, I'm hoping that I'm not going to be one of those politicians. You know, if, you'd, if you had said to me back then that I was going to have a career in politics, I would have said, no way, not touching <laughs> it with a 10-foot pole. But it did get to a um, uh, a situation in, in the work that I do where it got to the point where I just thought, you know, I, I, need to make, I need to make change from the inside. Something needs to change and what needs to change is political will. Um, and, uh, you know... The offer came up to run to run for this seat. It was a marginal seat, and I thought, well, maybe this is uh, a sign. Maybe that uh, I can make change from the inside. Well, you might have to make change from inside the Labor Party itself because they mm-hmm. support the coalition on on lots of their um, uh, national security policies. Um, let's get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, your party supports stripping passports of people that want to leave Australia and join ISIS and you raise concerns about that on this program in September in September 2014. Have a listen. We're going to be taking passports away from young men who have an intention of going overseas to fight. What that does is it creates um, a vulnerability where they then have to assess what their plan of action is going to be. And unless there is a valid and effective intervention at that time, that plan of action might then turn to looking for opportunities in the homeland. So, Anne, do you still think it's a bad idea to take people's passports? Oh, look, I've never thought that it, was a, it wasn't a bad idea. You know, I, th- I think it's, it's, it's a good thing to take away the passports. What my criticism of that is, is that if you take away the passports, all very well and good, but let's have something in place for those who um, are left here uh, because they can't travel and who have a pathway to violence and ensuring that that pathway to violence isn't then turned uh, into violence within Australia. And indeed, that's what we've seen, Tom. I mean, if you look at the arrests over the past uh, couple of years of young people who are planning terrorist attacks and most of them, if not all of them, have had their passports taken away. So all very well and good to have a policy of taking passports away. Yes, we can absolutely support that. But let's look at where there are gaps and let's look at the gaps that that creates and develop um, interventions and and approaches and programs to fill those gaps. All right. 
right. Well, speaking of terrorism, do you worry mm. that our involvement in Iraq at the moment could be making us more of a, a target for terrorism at home or in other parts of the world? Because the Labor Party supports the coalition in, you know, uh, us having several hundred troops uh, providing mm. training in Iraq and also bombing Islamic State targets. Do you mm. support that action? And are you concerned about it making us a terror target? Look, I think there's it's, it's, it's a situation of if you, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Something has to be done over there. Um, and I think our involvement over there in terms of building capacity of the um, Iraqi army is a good is a good position to be in. That's the first thing. The second okay. thing is that I don't think that we can entirely attribute the growing radicalisation and growing acts of terrorism around the world simply to Western intervention and coalition intervention in the Middle East. This is an issue that goes way back. There are historical um, foundations to this um, and there, there, there is a... Um, there, there are, it's such a multifaceted thing that there are a whole range of factors that come into why young people in particular become radicalised and seek to commit acts of, acts of violence, that it, it is actually oversimplifying it to say it's simply because of our actions in the Middle East. It's much, much bigger than that. That may well part, play a part of the, of the puzzle, but it's certainly not all of the puzzle. Okay. Now, you're coming into Parliament as the same, at the same time Pauline Hanson is making a comeback. You must be pretty excited about that. She has a, <laughs> a policy of a no, no Muslim immigration. What do you think yeah. of that idea? I don't know about excited. I don't know if I'm excited about it, Tom. Do you think you guys might face <laughs> off at any point? Oh, I'm sure we will. Look, I'm actually looking, I am looking forward to it because I think, you know, if enough Australians have voted uh, for um, One Nation to be in the in the Senate, then it certainly means that, that people want this discussed. Um, and so let's have the discussion. Let's have a robust discussion. Let's ensure, though, that that discussion is is respectful, uh, that it's based on fact, that it's informed. Uh, and so I say that, that there's a part that I can play there in ensuring that those discussions continue along a path where they are respectful and robust and informed and based on fact as opposed to based on populist opinion. Well, speaking of fact, um, mm. she talks a lot about halal certification. She says mm. the money raised from it is used to fund terrorism. Is there mm -hmm. any truth to that? Well, ASIO uh, certainly doesn't think so. They've done a report, they've done their investigations and they said no. So um, unless she knows something that ASIO doesn't, uh, absolutely not. Okay, and, and one last question, Anne Ali. Um, mm. There was a debate in 2014 about whether the burqa or mm. other face covering should be worn in the Australian Parliament. Mm. If that debate comes up again, how will you address it? I think um, these, these debates periodically raise their heads and, and I'm constantly um, left quite flabbergasted at how it is that we can, in this day and age, still continue to talk about what women wear. Surely, as a progressive nation, we've accepted that what a woman wears is her choice, is well, her right to wear whatever she wants to is wear. Is it always in Islam? Sorry? Is it always uh, in, in Islam? No, for it's people not. Yeah. No, it's not. Absolutely not. And there are certain countries, uh, certainly in countries where the the, um, the full face covering the niqab or the burqa are used as political tools of oppression against women. And this is why I think that that discussion needs to be had among Muslim women about what these um, these these forms of clothing actually represent and what they actually mean to Muslim women. Yeah, acknowledging that they are used as political tools of oppression.
Yeah, well, it will be interesting to see if that comes up again, um, particularly mm-hmm. now that we have you in the Australian Parliament, our first <laughs> Muslim woman. Um, thanks so much for coming on to speak to us. I'm sure we'll get you back on the show as lots of these issues come up over the coming months. I look forward to it. Thanks so much, Tom. Good on you. That's Anne Ali, who is now the Labor MP for Cowan in Western Australia.